Welcome to the Tributes.com interview series. My name is Robin Heppel from FuneralGurus.com. Tributes.com provides local and national obituary news and personal tributes. And today I'm with Buddy Feneff from the Feneff Funeral Homes and Crematorium in New Hampshire and the Cremation Society of New Hampshire. Welcome, Buddy. How are you doing today? Great. How are you? Pretty good, thanks. Buddy, could you just give us a little bit of background about uh, about the two um, the two companies that your that your family has? Sure. Um, our our traditional funeral home operates uh, three brick and mortar facilities. Been around since 1906, fourth generation, and it, it's it's operated um, similar to to most traditional funeral homes, handling a variety of in range of, of services, about 400 calls a year, and about. Twelve or so years ago, as the cremation rate started to increase, as it has in New Hampshire, as in, as it also has in, in many parts of the country, we realized that there was a niche to provide simple, low-cost cremation outside our traditional funeral home setting, being able to serve a much larger geographic area. Um, and we started the Cremation Society of New Hampshire, servicing um, pretty much all of New Hampshire as well as parts of Massachusetts. Uh, Vermont and Maine as well, and we have uh, set up this site not only to, to deal, again, with the brick-and-mortar world, but also uh, a virtual funeral home cremation firm that allows families to do pre-need and at-need arrangements off of our of our e-commerce site. And last year, we handled uh, uh, close to a 1,000 services for our cremation society, over half of which um, involved making arrangements right off of our website. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it's um, it's amazing, especially the the cremation customers. They're looking for the information. They've been educating themselves on the internet, and you're able with the with the society site there. They can just continue on right from there. So, uh, and then the the people that um, that want more personal interaction can obviously phone uh, phone the society and and come in and make arrangements, right? Absolutely. We wanted to again the the reason we sort of fell into it. The reason um, that that we, we fell into the sort of virtual way to make arrangements. It wouldn't necessarily work with a traditional funeral home, but given the fact that we serve such a large demographic and a large geographic area, it was almost out of necessity that we had to, to set it up this way, and it's actually it, the, the business model actually works quite well for this particular company. Great. Now, Buddy, we were chatting earlier about... Um about the newspapers, and uh, you know, it seems that a, a week can't go by now where you hear that some newspaper in in the states are having to either pull back some of their publications, they're um, they're declaring bankruptcy, or uh, you know, and who knows what they're laying off people. What's you know, what's your overall take on on what's happening to um, to the newspaper industry? Well, in, in terms of how it impacts funeral homes is, is really two ways. One, one which is marketing in terms of, of letting people know that you're having seminars, that you're out there, and two is, is in the placement of obituaries. From the first standpoint, um, to my way of thinking, the marketing piece of it is, is irrelevant because we've not advertised or marketed on our local newspapers for, for quite some time. There's much better ways in terms of, of seminars and direct mail and search engine optimization and a variety of other more um, more meaningful ways. So I'm, I'm not overly concerned about that. From the obituary standpoint, obviously it's a way that we communicate um, to the public when services and ceremonies are taking place. Uh, at first thought, I would say, oh my God, it's going to be horrible if, if the local newspaper goes out of business. But given the fact that we've invested 
so much into our websites for both of our firms and especially with our obituary sections um, that we prefer people come to our websites instead of going to either looking at it on the printed version of the local newspaper or on the local newspaper's website. So um, my tainted sort of view of the world is that I think it's actually going to be a good thing if the papers, newspapers stop promoting and printing obituaries on their um, the print and also on their on their websites. First off, I think it positions Fina Homes that have invested in the technology to promote their websites and to really spend money and, and, and really jazz up their obituary page. It's going to provide them with a great marketing opportunity and a great way for um, for them to really showcase what they're offering. Um, to the public who may have never had the opportunity to, to see their funeral home. Yeah, that's great, buddy. You know, I think one thing that um, we never really le- realized because we did, so either didn't have the tracking or what have you, but people are actually searching for people's names before on, on Google before the obit is ever in the newspaper. And have you seen that? That uh, Ab- Absolutely. We, we've, we've seen it. We get... Um, received emails as I'm sure many Fina homes have and said, Hey, we're we, we know that, you know, Mrs. So and so passed away, we haven't had a chance to uh get the paper yet and we noticed that it's not on your website. Well the fact of the matter is the family hasn't even come in to make the arrangements yet and you get family members and friends that are emailing funeral homes looking for um, their obituary either on Google or going right to the funeral homes website. So so absolutely people you know, people want information quick, they want it fast, they want immediate and um, for what we do, where we need to get out timely and quick information, uh, funeral home websites um, are the medium to do that. Certainly not the newspaper. For sure, and it's it's kind of nice that uh, you know me personally. I think that the newspapers have kind of stuck it to um, to the grieving families and and through the funeral director with these high prices, depending depending on what city or town you're in. And we were always the bearer of the bad news of how much the obituary would cost. And now that that's kind of um, they're losing their power, it's not that we're having to look somewhere else to see who's going to help us out next. We can help ourselves out by, as you said, having more interactive websites, websites that are search engine friendly. And and uh, I've even seen that uh, a funeral home can post an obituary notice up on the website and it's indexed by Google within 30 minutes. So um and, and looking at some of the analytics is that um, that people as soon as as soon as we hear something in our everyday lives and we're interested in it we usually we go to Google and and search it and and hopefully we kind of find it and probably three four or five years ago um, this was going on people would hear of someone dying and they'd probably search for the person's name and but wouldn't come up with anything because the the sites weren't optimized that way and they're there weren't other sites like tributes.com where where there was a repository of the of the obituaries, but it was only uh, it, everyone had to wait until it came out in the newspaper and and with the newspaper websites the obits don't get published until uh, on the website until it goes out that day in uh, uh, in hard copy. So it's it's really what what we've seen out here in the West is that. When, when you used to have to have a, a four or five day window between the date of death and the date of the service, 
and the obituary didn't go in maybe until day three, but it was written on you know the first day of the death or even the second day, you've actually now given the public two days of of more advanced uh, notice or, or warning of when the service is. They can make more plans. And, and in places like uh, Detroit, where they've rolled back to publishing three days a week, well, that could just become a logistical nightmare for a funeral home if they were dependent on the De- Detroit Free Press to uh, if you don't get your your obituary notice in for the weekend, you're going to have to wait another week to publish that um, that service in the newspaper. So uh, although this is happening to the newspapers and, and it's starting to slip through their fingers, uh, the funeral homes are there if for those who are willing to catch it and use their what technologies that they have available to them so that um, it's even a, a better service because we can actually get the information out a lot quicker can, than the newspaper can. We can. The other thing that we've, we've we've done here, at least with our firm, is is because of that timing. I've I've instructed my staff um, to to post that obituary, even if it's not complete, even if it needs to be a temporary obituary, it needs to be modified. That is that is one of the first things that needs to be done, well in advance of it actually hitting the the local newspaper, because we want that information out there, whether we we mention pending services or or, or, or please check back soon for a full obituary. The other thing, um, the other the other advantage of being able to do it on a website is, as we all know in the funeral industry, not all of our family choose to do an obituary uh, with the no- local newspaper. Maybe because they're indigent family and don't have the funds. Maybe they just don't want to put it in the paper for whatever, for whatever the reason might be. Um, we now post all every obituary, every service that we handle on our website, even if there's not a full obituary. So it gives it gives visitors the full range and scope of families that we're serving, many of which. Will not even end up having, you know, having a printed obituary. So, from a marketing standpoint, uh, it, it provides a much better perspective on on the, the volume and the type of services that we're handling. Yeah, that's great, buddy. Now, one one thing that I've noticed when I look at uh, the Google Analytics, and especially for those popular people uh, where there's lots of uh, lots of traffic, lots of condolences, as those condolences increase, the length of time. Uh, on that page actually increases too. So you'll see uh, maybe the average obituary notices has a average time on it of a couple minutes or so. But as those condolences increase, you can see it up to five and six minutes. What's uh, what's your experience been for families, uh, how they've been grieving online and, and using the resources and the technology that you have available? What's what's your... It, it's, it's exactly what you... What you said, Rob, is that um, families that um, that we post obituaries will spend a lot of time reading the online guest book, uh, looking at pictures, responding back to other family members or friends, and it gets back to the point that I that I mentioned before is that the obituary page needs to basically be your best looking page on your website. As much as we like to think that people are coming to our our websites and in looking at our, our great staff pictures and all our pretty caskets that we offer in all our facilities, they're not coming there because of that. They're coming there to read obituaries. Um, and I would recommend that that you, in effect, reverse engineer your websites to spend um, as much time and effort to allow people to connect and understand what you do off of your webpage more than any other any other page on your website. Yeah, I think that uh, you know the funeral directors don't kind of don't like to hear that, but the 
when when I was looking at some recent stats, out of the top ten pages visited, first obviously the homepage was number one, and then two through ten were either the obituary listings page or actual individual obituaries of that month, and and uh, there was no caskets, no uh, no service offerings, and and that and. Um, and but we shouldn't get upset about that. We we should be happy that all these people are coming to the funeral home website to spend time and and actually the funeral home gets to kind of encapsulate the area that this grieving is is taking taking place. One thing, buddy, that you mentioned to me earlier was um, you know how you um, have have worked with your staff and trained your staff to uh, how they educate then the family of of what's going to happen and. And how to really spread the information about the service itself, and also that the obituaries online, and not having to rely on the on the newspaper. What what are what's well, kind of the process there? Well, it, it is it is a it is a training process and is an ongoing training process. And um, our firm, like many others, the every funeral director doesn't necessarily have the tie-in or the buy-in to the value. And the power of their online obituary, and it, it almost seems like it goes down. Uh, um, the, the older funeral directors are, the less likely they are to see the relevance or the importance of the younger the funeral directors get it. And the, the process that we do in terms of training is that we explain to families how important, for the reasons that we just mentioned, having an obituary on our website are. People will refer to our website even before. Um, well in advance, as you mentioned earlier, that, that it hits the newspaper. And we need, we explain to our staff and we try to have them explain to families that even if you don't want to do an obituary in the newspaper, even if you, you don't have the funds to do it, we are at least posting a listing of every single person that we handle on our website because we just feel it is so important that that is how the way we connect with the community. And we need to reinforce that and we instill that in, in the field directors in terms of the value and the power that that, that one page has in, in connecting to, to those families that we serve. And, and building on that, buddy, what kind of recommendations can you give uh, a, a funeral home, a funeral home owner or director and just letting them know what um, – you know, what should they really look for? Because, as you said, you've kind of you've strategically positioned other things around that your obituary listings and what what should they know when they're going to upgrade their websites? Well, well, the first thing they should know is that, and as we talked about before, that they're going to your homepage to get to your obituary page, and you want to make it as absolutely easy as you can for families to do that. One of the ways that we do it is that on our homepage. We have a listing of all the current services going on, and they can just click on that and, of course, go to the full obituary. You do not want to make it difficult. You don't want to make it buried into to page 9 through menus and submenus because that's where they're going. And as I mentioned earlier, you want to almost reverse engineer this page. If you were starting from scratch and didn't have a website, you develop your obituary page first and work everything around there. You want to make sure the Facebook links and the links to your services and getting pre-need information and if you have an online survey or you have an e-newsletter and you want to capture all that information, that all needs to be in a very thoughtful and tactful way incorporated on your your obituary page without looking too busy or out looking too salesy. And it's 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 a challenge. It is it is the most difficult page to design, but it's the most vital page uh, that a funeral home has. Absolutely. 
you know, one, with uh, with you mentioned Facebook there, and and I've seen that uh, you know on some months when when someone is uh, younger and and uh, and popular, or maybe even there's been a couple uh, a couple people in the in the funeral home serve those those two families that kind of behind for the number one or the top refers to the website behind Google, Yahoo, and MSN. Facebook could be there number four because someone, a family member, a friend has taken that the link from the funeral home website and pasted it into their uh, into their Facebook feed, and then throughout their entire network and community, whether it be a couple a hundred people or a thousand people, uh, that they all see that, and then they click on the link and come back to the funeral home's website. And and now what I that last thirty seconds might just sound totally foreign to to some people, but um, uh, that's what's happening out there. And uh, as you mentioned earlier, buddy, you know, now's the time to get, to get on with it because it's, it's happening. The, the newspapers are, are, have lost their grip on being the, the holders of the funeral information and of the obituary information. And I think buddy, as we, as we wrap up, what are, kind of, what are your final thoughts on, on the on the big picture, just kind of wrapping it up, and 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 where do you see it going from here? Well, I I think the the big picture is not when our local newspapers, or if I should say, if our local newspapers are going to stop publishing uh, the obituaries, it's already happening, and you've got to operate under the premise that it's happening today. In, in many parts of the country, they may not be cutting out the full obituaries; they're cutting out. Saturday obituaries, or they're cutting out in certain regions. So you need to be much more proactive now than you were. I, I feel bad for the for the smaller firms that that not only um, aren't doing this, that that may not even have a website, or, or or many of which don't even have obituaries that are posted on their website. Or if they do, it's very limited. It's not very interacting. What's going to happen is they're going to find their local newspapers one day stop posting obituaries, and then they're going to be scrambling to try to catch up. Some of the things that we talked about where Facebook and human hosts and, and surveys and, and backlinking and all, this is not something you can figure out overnight. It takes a long time, and it potentially could take a lot of money. And that is when you have the newcomer in town that, that may not be serving a lot of families or no, um, you know, not have a 100-year history but is great with technology and can get those obituaries listed in his funeral home listed top of mind by doing search engine optimization with organic searches and pay-per-click. And the local funeral home that's been around for 100 years is wondering why all of a sudden his competitors coming up and people aren't going to his website, um, if he even has one, to find those obituaries because he just has been behind the, the learning curve for the past decade as, he's, as the other folks are are really sort of jumping on the technology bandwagon, and and Google gives no preference to how long you've been in business for. It's 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 all about what you're doing now, and and uh, and that's so true. Hey, buddy, uh, this has been great. I really appreciate it. I'm sure we could continue uh, on 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 many different topics, but I thought we'd just kind of keep it to this one on uh, on what's happening because. Uh, there's even uh, information into today's newspaper, or not today's newspaper, on on through Google that even the Boston Globe is uh, again, you know, they're in uh, more more troubles and wondering kind of how it all happened, and and uh, it's it's there for the taking. The the local funeral homes can can be there and be prepared, and it will just gently flow into their hands, and and or as you said, they could be scrambling. So. Um, 
Buddy, any any final comments? I just, um, as I mentioned before, you can't you can't work on the assumption that, that it may happen. It's absolutely going to happen. Just here in our in our little state of New Hampshire, we have one daily that pretty much covers the the whole state. It is the main source of obituaries, and they they uh, they have communicated to the local funeral homes throughout the state that they're no longer posting obituaries in certain regions of the state on Saturday. So if it's, it's happening in these small areas, it's absolutely going to be happening in the metro areas. And if, if you're not posting your obituaries on your website, you're going to be putting yourself at a major competitive disadvantage, you know, not five years from now, but probably less than 12 months from now. Absolutely. Well, hey, buddy, I really appreciate your time and we'll chat with you soon. Thank you for your time. For more information about Buddy, the FNEF Funeral Homes, or to read Buddy's blog, visit FNEF.net. That's P-H-A-N-E-U-F dot net. And for the Cremation Society of New Hampshire, visit www.csnh.com. Check back often to thetributes.com for more interviews, and if you have questions about death, funerals, cremation, or trends within funeral service, please leave a comment on the website or ask your local funeral director. On behalf of Buddy Feneff, this is Robin Heppel for the Tributes.com interview series. Tributes.com, because every life has a story.